There, there are things we do if we're not, if we're not on drugs. We're drinking. We're not drinking. We're eating. We're not eating. We're fucking. We're not fucking. We're shopping. Um, here I am. I think it's about uh, an awakening. I, I stopped giving a fuck. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me, but I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't. Then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> I, I stopped giving a fuck. I am on location here in Los Angeles, California pop this door open it's time to go out onto the deck feel the morning sun oh god i swear to god nice i know i said this last year uh i'm coming down here for the winter time 2015 i have to it's so nice down here i have been here for several days i'm on tour of course as you all know making my way uh, around uh, up the west coast heading to San Francisco tomorrow for a concert um, at Bottom of the Hill you can look up all these dates the, the remaining dates that I have are San Francisco, Santa Cruz, New York and then I wait about um, a month or less than a month and then I do a couple of shows in Texas, Denton and Austin it is hot right now 95 degrees or something like that 97 I think I'm going to the beach bitch that is a definite Santa Monica Boulevard no Santa Monica Beach it's been a good tour I gotta say Uh, it, it has been everything that I wanted it to be mellow times just hanging with with uh, Getty, just the two of us rolling around, meeting up with Sean, who runs Anacon, my label. Uh, you know, he DJed several shows for us. That was great. Uh, we've had it's been great. It's been great making a little money, meeting a lot of people. Been a wonderful time. I'm tired. I'm tired. I've been sleeping on Sean's couch. Now it's a IKEA futon sort of thing, couch thing. So it's it's comfortable. But nonetheless, you know, sleeping in somebody's living room not always get the best quality sleep. Uh, but I'm I'm not looking gift horse. I, I, I very very much appreciate staying here when I come down here. This is mostly where I stay, right in the heart of Echo Parque. East Los Angeles. Oh, I tell you, it, it it does it wears me out a little bit. All the uh, it's so everyone is so uh, concerned here about connecting and be, and making a career and everything. It gets a little bit uh, you 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 get thirsty by proxy or something like that. You can feel that the dry mouth of this city 
you know and and the I mean the, the, there there are many quenched mouths as well don't get me wrong but uh it, it, it's, it does start to feel a little bit like you know you you get that that thirst after a while uh, and I I'd, I'd hope that if I come down here and stay for a couple of months in the winter that uh, I don't have that that I I get my little sublet and I have my little life where I, I hang with people that I like and keep it on that level and not feel like you know I have to name drop in my psyche because I, I don't like that uh, and I realize there's a lot of stuff I don't know about you know like I'm hanging out with people and they're always talking about people that I don't know about or artists that I don't know about and and uh that's fine I don't mind but it it gets you a little bit after a while you're a little disoriented I've spent some good time with some good people here so far and I've got a couple good podcasts been a good good trip good trip I have more to come up in San Fran all right I'm gonna head to the beach but uh, I'm gonna leave you with this interview that I did a few days ago with my friend Dave Bryant, Passage. Uh, He came up in uh, right after we started our Anacon stuff. Um, They, him and two other guys, Matt and George, had had a group, Bomar and Telephone Jim Jesus were there rap names they had a group called rest of foreign bodies that we signed to anticon um with the quickness after uh it's after anticon started so i got the chance uh to meet up with with dave down in phoenix where he's living now he's been through a lot of shit he's had some struggles in his life i'm gonna say this and, you know, we didn't necessarily horse around that much this time. We kind of talked kind of seriously. But when I, you know, in the past when we've hung out and stuff like that, Dave is probably the funniest dude I've ever met. The quickest, um, edgiest, funniest dude I've ever met. Like, just hanging out like you'd be belly belly laughing, you know what I mean? Um, but this interview is fairly serious, pretty serious. So yeah, but it's, it's a good talk. Uh, there's some, there's some real, um, real heart in there, emotional stuff. And hopefully you can relate. Hopefully you can't relate actually, but, uh, if you can relate and hopefully you can gain some wisdom from the shit that Dave has been through. Uh, let's go ahead right now and give you this interview with Dave Bryant. I'm sitting here with, with Dave Bryant, <laughs> a.k.a. Passage. I'm sitting here with, with John Wolf. Yeah. You, do you do John sometimes? Nobody calls me John, really. Yeah. Just John. Yoni. Yoni, Yoni Jonathan. Gen- yeah. I mean, not even Jonathan. Yeah, Yoni pretty yeah, much exclusively right. yeah. these days. And uh, we're outside. 
uh, at this uh, Holiday Inn. It's a damn nice Holiday Inn. It's a yeah. beautiful Holiday airport, Inn. Airport by the airport in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope that wind is not too overwhelming. I don't think that's too bad. I It'll think be okay. Fine. Yeah. It'll be okay. We'll cut through with our strong voices. Yeah. 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 So, but man, what's 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 new? How long have you been down here? I've been down here, uh, just going on two months now. Okay. Yeah, I Co- live coming from New Hampshire. From the Hampshire. Okay. Yep. From from the 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 uh, Siberian winter prison of New Hampshire. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah, you know about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's cold and brutal. Yeah, man, I had a buddy down here who was uh, he was recovering from hip replacement surgery. Okay. And uh, older guy, clearly. And uh, he needed a little kind of companionship and assistance doing stuff. Not like, you know, bathroom right. stuff. Sure, Thank sure. God. I wouldn't. You I could wouldn't, do that. I could, do but that. I, I, they do. They do. Bless their hearts. I'm just, you know, we, uh, you know, we have, an, we have an arrangement. I wash the dishes pretty much, you know, so yeah. that works out. Um, but, yeah, so I was going crazy. I was going to school back in New Hampshire. And um, I had one of my crazy harebrained schemes. Like, I have a lot of them was to parlay my student loans like that word you still parlay into um funding a a company that was my craziness right and so uh, you you would would get more student loans yeah i would just i would would take the fafsa i would take the government money because they'll they'll pay you for amazing things they'll pay you to be sick they'll pay you to go to school they won't pay you to have an idea and try to do it so I, I was going to do this thing and, and use the college as kind of like a, a platform, like a launch pad sort yeah. of deal, you know. But that didn't work out because I'm I, I, I got locked into the the game of college where you you know you're, you're pleasing professors and writing papers and, and doing college stuff. So yeah, 34 year olds, you know, just I went full retard and went went, right. went college. So <clears throat> that was that was pretty interesting. Anyway, well, you you had I see. You, yeah, you were going to college. Right, I was. I see. I, was. I didn't follow yeah. you there. It was, it was it was a laugh a minute. Yeah. So and what what did you have like a major? Were you like I, yeah? I mean, I was going to do this like I had a great great professor there back in the day. I went to the same school for a little while that I went to back in 1999 before I linked up with all you guys, and um, and he runs a, a kind of like uh, media studies program there. He's a big like you know, uh, history nut and, you know, English and literature and that kind of stuff. But he does this media studies program. So my idea was to get into sort of a, a you know, uh, media studies with, with like a, a public relations and marketing component. Cause you know, when you reach your thirties, you know, you, you think about making money, you know, of course. Like you're supposed to join the, join the, the world yeah, and, and whatnot. So I, 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 did that for a little bit and and you know i did okay i did okay i brought my 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 14 year old gpa up from a 299 to maybe like a 3.4 so that's that's pretty good i was hanging in there yeah i was hanging in there uh but i I just man i I was going stir crazy and and you know just living in that winter and and you know i i i jumped at the chance to have a reason to to get the hell out of there so i bounced do you have any people still in new hampshire i do the moms is there yeah the moms is there um beyond that not really yeah i mean i i kind of am of the mind that new hampshire ought to just be transformed into some sort of agrarian work colony okay where they ought to build a wall around it and then because everyone there essentially more or less is going to go to prison anyhow so if that how it goes yeah if they're already in jail it's just easier for everybody you know so my mom agrees too so i've been trying to talk (laughs) her into getting 
f out of there for a while. Do you swear on the show? You, oh, it's cool. Dude, of it's course. cool fucking swear? All right, all right, all right. This is on the internet. It's all right. on the radio. No, all right. Okay. I just wanted to check, you know. Um, so, interesting. So, so you came down here, basically that was the opportunity is this, this yeah, guy. That, yeah, yeah. But like, you wanted to get back here because you had been living here. Yeah, I lived here before, you know, back in 2009, 2010. I got some, some like, music pals down here who... Yeah. Like, I still was fortunate enough to still have some relationships with, and so I, I figured it, it made sense, you yeah. know? So I did that, and I've been here a couple of months, and uh, I just kind of dove in headfirst to this, my, my new harebrained scheme after the, uh, you know, you know uh, extort money from the yeah. government for a company is um, actually to, to, to do that for real now, but without the, without the government. What kind of know. company? We're going to, I mean, what do I know? I, you I, just want to do anything I, that's going to yeah, make just some that, money? Not, not, no, no, not, it's not. It's just not, a project. Yeah, just something, you yeah. know, it's something. So, so it's, I mean, what I, what I know best, I mean, not, I'm not saying that as far as, you know, logistically, like I have a clear idea of how to do it, but I, you know, we... I guess you might call it a record label yeah. is the idea. Okay. So, uh, you know, I mean, and, the, you know, the key to any company is to have a Gmail address with your company name you in front that. of the at symbol. Do you have that already? We did. And then we upgraded and actually I bought a domain name. Yeah. So roughedgrouse.com. Roughed Grouse. Roughed Grouse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. R-U-F-T-G-R-A-U-S, just for the search engines, you know, keep it kind of unique. So, but, it, you know, Ruffed it's a... Grouse. Okay. Yeah. What does so, that mean? Well, ruffed grouse is sort of a big, ugly bird. Okay. And I got the, this is, you know, this, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing, man. So stuff, I, I went into a, a, I was at a, a buddy's house, and I went into his bathroom. He had this, back in New England. He's got this painting in the bathroom, and it's called Ruffed Grouse and Young. And I, I looked at this thing, and I was like, oh, that's cool. That might be a good name or a word or something. Yeah. It sounds good. That's how I, you know. Album title, song title, whatever. Right, yeah, because yeah. yeah. that's, what, that's what I do. Sure, I, you sure. probably do it, too, to some yeah. extent. You know, yeah. Whatever it is, I'll call something that, yeah. you know. And uh, so, you know, I was looking at this thing, and I, you know, I didn't really glean any significance from it immediately. But later, I, when I, you know, in, in probably some fit of idealism, I thought, well, rough grouse, a rough grouse, this big, ugly bird. And then it's young and it's, you know, it spreads its wings and protects its young. And I was like, that's kind of a cool idea for, you know, I mean, so I, I guess, I, I guess what I, I kind of got from it is like, you know, I've been a, a royal fuck up in the music world for long enough that you know and there actually are some fringe benefits that come from that you actually pick up a few things along the way that not, come from being a fuck up well doing anything doing anything in general but yeah i think i think you probably learn stuff from being bad at something too sure you know so i guess i guess what i what i kind of envision for this is to just sort of provide a little like fight dirty spirit to like some kids who you know they're probably where we were at 18 or 19 or 20 you know and they're they don't really know what the hell they're going to do with their music. They just know that what they're doing is is something that drives them, and they, yeah. they want to do it, and it's kind of undefined beyond that. So, so you're looking to basically you'll you'll drive around town picking up eighteen year old boys. Basically. Absolutely, absolutely. We have a van. We're good to go. And and uh, do you rap? Right, son. <laughs> son, do you rap? Yeah. No, so we already got a few on board, you know. It's it's really Do bad. you have some people on board? Yeah, we do. Good. We do. We do. We I do. like I like and young actually. 
Yeah. I think you can keep that. Yeah. Because it's like so and so and sons. It's like right. a company name. Well, the idea, my, my real what I what really grabbed me about it was it sounds like a it sounds like a, a law firm. Yeah. I yeah. Lo- and that's I love law firms. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I do. So th- that that stood out to me as well. You know, it's got it's got a fun kind of ring to it. Ruffed grouse and young. Yeah. I, that sounds great to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the three syllable thing. Right. So, uh, but what, uh, what else? Are you are you working on music of your own at this point? I Not am. So much. Yet. I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. I actually did the full, like a complete song, the other day. Granted, as as is my my like mo, I did reappropriate a chorus from an old song that was on a, you know, tour CD. Uh-huh. But it was something that I'd always wanted to use a little bit more and get into seriously. It a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I took this chorus from an old song off that like holy phony hot CD. Off, it was a song called "Clean White Walls." Okay, and I, I took the chorus and then I just you know wrote. It's all it's all the verses are new. You know, yeah. I just stole the chorus from myself. And I think that's legal. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm gonna roll the dice. Yeah. You know, I, at this point, what do I, what do I have to lose? You know? Yeah. So my buddy, one word. Uh, I say it one word. He probably says one word. I don't know. He lives in South Bay in, in California. And one word, one word. What's the difference? I don't know. I say one word because it kind of sounds like onward or yeah. something, but he may say one word. One I'm word. Not sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a great rapper, really amazing producer. Okay. And uh, so he, he did a, a, a really cool remix for um, this track, Opulent Soul, off the last Restiform Body CD. And he's just really awesome, talented guy, you know. And so he's he's been making me some great beats, and because uh, I'm, you know, I do that, you know, I do the like, you know, make me a beat, man. You yeah. Know? It's, it's, you know. Have you been making beats at all? A little bit, yeah, a little bit of production. You know, I noodle around in Ableton. I'm pretty, I'm pretty ignorant still, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, but it's, uh, I, I do enjoy it. I, I do enjoy playing with the, the the toys, you know. Yeah. Like that's, I do love. That. Do you have a little so, setup where you're staying at? No, not where I'm staying. Where uh, we, my buddy Ryan Breen, who uh, he's in a band called Back Ted and Ted, really awesome, incredible musician, super talented engineer and producer. He works out of a warehouse down on Buchanan here in Phoenix, which we call the Berlin Hall. Okay, it, it's just this enormous space. There's about five studios. Uh, this guy Mike Bell, who's in a band called Limbic System, has has a room there. And it, the kind of patriarch of the spot is this guy named Scotty Basehead, who used to do tours with. This is dance music stuff, so forgive me, but he used to he used to roll with this guy Richie Houghton, who is also uh, Plastic Man. And uh, Scotty used to run a series of parties here called Swell, you know, just sort of a monthly event yeah. kind of. So I guess so a rave. Kind of runs I guess a ra- so you, yeah. but you came up in that kind of scene, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I mean, to some to some extent, before I before I like. Before I heard what freestyle was and, and, and wanted to be a rapper, you know, it was just, it was another progression in the long thread of, of harebrained schemes, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, but beforehand, yeah, sure. How did you get into that stuff? Let's it's, go back to that er- you wanna, era. Go, how far are we going back? Right, well, let's go back, like, yeah, like, what what, what what got you into going to dance music and stuff like that? Um, because it, it was different. It was different and it was hard to find in New Hampshire. Well, did you? Was it the kind of thing where they would leave, like, a... 
a fucking oh. note in a in a in a in a Easter egg the, the, under a fucking right, and you, right, and you had blanket to, in the park. And yeah, you had to find that. Yeah, and call a phone number. Yeah, and, you had to like burn a house down and right. then dig a hole, and there <laughs> yeah. was there was the address underneath. Right, right. It wasn't quite no, no. It wasn't quite that bad. It was at a real. It was at a real shitty bar called the Bahama Beach Club, and it was a rave called Operation Boom. And they would have it weekly or something? Yeah, monthly? yeah, they'd have okay. it weekly. We'd drive like two hours, you know. Right. Who are you and Bomar? No, nah, me and Telephone George. Yeah, telephone yeah. Okay. yeah. Is yeah. he still? Is he still? Where's he at? Yeah, I, man. I I don't know. He's he's probably in in Venezuela. Yeah. I don't. I, th- I think Seattle, honestly, sec- close second to Venezuela. It's a non-extra. So you guys state. would go and you would rave dance and what? We would rave dance and all this kind of shit that that was. Yeah, you know, yeah, we did. I mean, you know, we were, we're, we were pretty amateur. Yeah. You know, it was it was it was embarrassing. Yeah. You know, but. We, it was pretty fun though and then you know I guess that's what that was where my sort of intrigue started with electronic music was because I you know I saw these DJs playing records and it wasn't acceptable to me that all they were doing was just playing records they had this stuff up there this kind of esoteric equipment that I didn't understand and I, I wanted to know what it was they were doing you know, and I thought they had some magic gear up there. You know, like a like a future deck or right, something. Right, that they, right. You know, I didn't know. Whatever. Really, they were just playing records. Yeah, they're just yeah. fucking playing records. Yeah. You know? But but back then, come on. I mean, they didn't have like I DJed on Ableton the other night and uh-huh. crazy. You yeah. Set up all your BPMs. Everything yeah. Locks to your BPM. Yeah. But they used to have to. You know, you'd have to. They right. You'd have to match the the groove, match the match the BPM. Yeah. So, you know whatever. So that was that was working. That. Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. a real art to it. There's a real yeah. art to it, definitely. And Keep I never really dancing. got the. Yeah, yeah. And they managed to. Of course, yeah. everybody's whacked. You know. Blown out of their minds. Whatever they're, yeah, yeah, thing. So, so is that was that the first? How old were you at that time? Like teenage? Yeah, seventeen. Did you? Was there music that like struck you before then? Was there like? Did you hear like songs that 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 were like of that particular genre or anything? No, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What was your shit before that? Like, were you a grunge guy? Were you? What were you into? I I mean, I got into you know thirteen, fourteen years old. I went through that really objectionable phase that most kids go through, where they get into you know the Sex Pistols and and Crass and and all these weird you know Crass is a band or yeah, it was it was was a very but it's also the name of that whole genre. Well, it could be yeah, it's fitting yeah you know. And so we got, you know, I was I was really into that, and I used to make, you know, really crappy homemade T-shirts that said, you know, fuck everything or whatever, you know. Whatever. Did you? Did, were you in punk bands at all? Yeah, yeah, we were. Did you play? Did you play instruments? Or you sang? I was a singer. Okay. Yeah, I was a singer. And George played guitar. or something? He did. Okay. Yep. George played guitar. Bomar played the drums. Okay. Yeah, and he was a wicked drummer too. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. George was. George could. He could do his thing on the. The guitar it was it was it was pretty exciting. We never really you and know. you were saying it was just screamy. Yes, angry. yes, it was it was screamy. It was angry. It was angry philosophical. Okay, you know it was yeah. it was a young adolescent trying to you know capture Sartre through through hardcore punk music. Okay, which, you know which is basically every punk band. Probably, right, right. Really, so yeah, so we did we did that. We got away with that for a couple of shows, and you know until some some guy told us he's like. I was like, hey, did you record our show? He's like, no, I didn't think you'd want to know how bad it sounded. Oh, you know man. what I mean? So I was yeah. like, okay, 
All right, so he took that as a cue. And then, I mean... Then you became a raver, like, directly after that? No, 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 no. I mean... It, what are the steps that... that I, I guess it went... punk it, to raver, how it was, that... It was pretty, uh, it was pretty visceral. It was, it was, it was a fast thing, because, you know, early on in the days, I mean, the first probably collection of cassette tapes that I owned were... Um, I had the entire Ice T body of work. Okay, I, you know, so you were already familiar. I, well, with that was music. yeah. That was that was definitely the early. That was probably my earliest grab by the throat music yeah. for sure. Um, any any tape that um, a kid's mom wants to take away from right, him right. is what he will pursue. That's true for almost ever. Yeah, you know. Um, so mom took my straight out of Compton tape. You know, I get hated on for, for coming up, you know, for loving NWA. You know, I mean, there's cool guys that were into way cooler hip hop then, but, sure. but you know, it, it was, I loved it. You know? Yeah. I loved it. Cause it was bad. It was, it was. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I never really listened to NWA that much, yeah, but, yeah. um, you didn't have to. It always seemed so angry yeah. to me, Yeah. but I always heard it at school and stuff like that. Yeah. And you had to. You know, and now it's like I have to appreciate for what it was, right? Definitely, you know, right. Uh, for and the impact that it had on everything, you know. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was against the rules, and so it was appealing. Yeah, you know? and that was that was kind of my that was kind of my criteria for all music. It was like, well, if it's against the rules, I'm probably into it. Right. Know? So that's what I did, and uh, so yeah, it went from it went from those you know my my collection of iced tea tapes to to did you what did you did you grow up with your dad too or just your mom i split time mom, mom was in new hampshire and and dad was in boston he moved us up to new hampshire when i was probably nine or ten years old and he got a super sweet job up there with a at well, a wait uh, he got a job in new hampshire he did yep yeah so was, he stayed up there i see well no we all we all went up there and then or he moved there and yeah. then we moved up and followed him and he wasn't cool with that so he was like peace you know and he, he split I he see. went back to boston yeah, I see. to do his thing you know so then after after age maybe 11 or 12 he was trying to shake you he was he was he couldn't man yeah we just we just kept following him you know and yeah we went we wound up back living in a, a suburb of massachusetts and my mom was just she was like gangbusters you know she was like donna reed and it's a wonderful life she wanted to like make this house and fix it up and it was a total shit box you know yeah. my dad you know lived in a, a you know like a one-bedroom apartment like a few miles away you know okay. some minimum safe distance kind yeah of thing, yeah you know? so and then wound up back in new hampshire so it was like you know i was always kind of being pulled between boston and new hampshire always in new england though yeah How come yeah it don't sound like that oh i shook it i yeah, shook it on yeah. purpose I can go back to it. I mean, it'll fucking yeah. come right back if I make the effort. I don't you know. It's yeah. Not, it's not. It's definitely not outside of my fucking grasp. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Shit. You know, it's fucking it's, you know, whatever. But it was. It was. It was true. You know that. I, you know there was a. It wasn't cool to drop the R's when you were living in New Hampshire. That was. You, you were know, supposed you had, to try to. Yeah. 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 There's a certain like a kind of a New Hampshire blue blood. Okay. Kind of, you know. Yeah. You know the boat, the boat people. The, right, the, right. You didn't want to be the the rabble, well, work, yeah. work, working class, blue collar. Right, drop yeah. the yard. Right. That I, it makes kid. sense. It makes sense. That kid, you know, and and I was no matter was your, what. Were your parents? What 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 did they do? My mom, my mom at that point, I think was she was I don't know a janitor or something. That was what she did most of my childhood. My mother can stretch a dollar further than than God himself you know I mean that's something she does say. God stretch dollars I think he does what, what, I don't what, know what, uh, I don't know what God does I don't care what what, what, what kind of janitor like it, what schools hospitals schools she she worked at the college that I went to actually 
uh, for years, for about 12 years, so I could go there. Oh, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, she did that, and my... And you my, squandered it. Did you squander it? I did. I did. I squandered <sighs> it the first... I know. Fuck, man. Yeah. You want to talk about a, like... Did she did upset her? Double dose of guilt. No, I mean, no. She was, like... She wasn't... Her, her investment in it, I think, was sort of, like... You have the option. She was purely... This like is you all, can do all this. Giving. You like can, the, yes. the giving tree. Yeah, yeah, she was absolutely yeah. all giving. Wow, she still is. Yeah, she's like that. Yeah, moms are like, you know, it's my mom's like that too. They're amazing. Yeah. It's crazy, and you know, it takes a long time to realize that too. Yeah, know? it does. Because I'm sure you know, you could probably relate. You you tend to curse your parents for things that to parts a certain of yourself. Extent, I, yeah, I get to the now. I'm at the point where I. But yeah, there's definitely there are certain parts growing of myself up, that I'm you know, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. like, man, I you know I shouldn't have grown up thinking that yeah. or, or believing that or I have all these terrible habits and 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 whatever because of and that's just bullshit. Yeah, you know that's just bullshit. And so, what what did your dad do? He was uh, my my dad was a steam engineer at a, a power plant for a long time, and then he what's this, what's that like? The, uh, like they they turn valves and yeah. check meters and stuff. Right, right. He worked in Waltham, Massachusetts, doing that for a long time. But then he went back to school and he got his master's degree in psychology, became a clinical psychologist okay. and a substance abuse counselor. Okay. Ironically. Um, Why ironically was he? Was he on substances? Well, no. He was. He was just a. Uh, you know, he was a recovered alcoholic. Okay. You know, he was twenty uh, some odd years in, in Alcoholics Anonymous and was. Well, which is why he went into that, I suppose. Right, yeah. He, ha- I mean, honest to God, and this isn't, you know, he, he really, he really, you couldn't throw a rock in Boston without hitting somebody he helped, man. He worked yeah. at the Pine Street Inn, which is a, a rather notorious homeless shelter in Boston. Uh, and he was a part of this urban rescue thing. They'd go out and, I mean, every kid thinks his dad is Superman, but he, he did this. He'd he, go was out and, you, he was a good guy. He was, he was a good guy. I do. Yeah. I genuinely yeah. think he was a good guy. He'd go out and round up these drunks off park benches and stuff when they were really cold and take them in and try and fix them up, slap them around, do whatever you had yeah. to do. And he had a lot of stories, some of which he made up. My dad was an imaginative guy, yeah. too, you know, so. When, when did he pass away? In 98. 98, 98. okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. That was around when you started doing It was, stuff? yeah. Yeah, that well, was Did definitely. that have an impact, you think, on that? On why? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You like, okay, I got to create something. I some need catharsis, fill yeah. Fill some holes. Yeah, some, yeah. for sure. There was no real, I don't think there was any conscious plan. It wasn't like, there's been a death, I must do art, you know. It mm-hmm. wasn't like that. It was just, it came to be, you know. And uh, I guess in some sp- sense, I think he would have approved, you know. Because he always, he had a, a really great, kind, he was he was kind of, a, sort of a little bit of a shyster in a way. Yeah. My da- my, I remember asking my mom about my dad and saying, what is it about him that everybody liked so much? And she said, David, you really want to know what it was? He fucking told them what they wanted to hear. Huh. They, he made them happy. Yeah. You know, and... She's got the accent. Oh, Jesus, yeah. That'll never go. <laughs> no. To her dying day, till the wheels fall off. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, so, so hearing that, there, I mean, in a way, there was a little bit disheartening, sort of, but I kind of like that, too, yeah. you know? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I think... I think part of my reasoning for thinking that he approved of what I did is because maybe in a sense he never felt like he had the the, the gusto to like do that you know like go out and you know sing at a lounge or some right, shit you know right, what I mean because right. he he talked about how you know he had some creative 
you know, inkling, but yeah. he never really pursued it. And so I felt like, okay, well. I feel like my dad has, I have a similar relationship with my dad in yeah. a way. Like he had very creative, I mean, he still does a lot of creative stuff and he does, uh, you know, he does do stuff yeah. with it. But I feel, you know, just the, the, the degree of success that I've had, not yeah. that it's immense, but, but I think just I've been able to make a living off of it. It's and, nothing you know, to shake a stick at. Right. I think, and I think he, he sees that and I think he's proud of that. Yeah, likes absolutely. That. So, I'm sure he does. Yeah. yeah. Um, so did, I know you've had substance abuse issues yourself. Yes. Oh, yes, I have. Can we talk about that? Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Did you did did you have any issues with it before your dad passed? Sure. Did he see that? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think he knew. I mean, they kind you know the, the whole deal with 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 drunks is that we kind of we can kind of sniff each other out and a, a weird that sounds. Is, is that your main that issue? Alcohol, would you say? I think primarily that's where everything kind of started for me. You know, and they 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 seem to believe that that's a, a very hereditary thing. Yes. Certainly, the uh, the Irish curse, as many have called it. I think uh, you know, my dad was one of eleven. You know, and okay. his old man died a drunk on Skid Row next to him. You know, oh, so wow. yeah, so I, there's a little bit of it in the family, whether or not it's uh, genetic or whatever. I don't know. I just know that I am uh, I, I have much better chances not drinking. Yeah, purely I know is that. that. Is that what stopped him? You think? Well, he stopped because um, he was homeless and and dying and starving and and would crawl under these access tunnels beneath Boston City Hospital and cut himself until someone would come and take him in and fix him up. So that was like in his 20s and shit. Jesus. Yeah, he was pretty bad. That was after his dad passed? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So it was pretty ugly. It was pretty ugly. He didn't really have a choice. You know what I mean? He really had... He had alternatives, not choices. You know yeah. what I mean? A choice yeah. is something you make. An alternative is really something you're given. You know? Okay. It's like it's either this or that. And so he, he discovered that, and I think he really uh, uncovered an entirely new way of life for himself. Yeah. You know? um, which made him able to be the, the, the guy that he was, the likable dude. That, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, do, you, do you do... Do you did you do it that way? Do you, do you get into all... I mean, you're sober now. I, right. I assume you right. seem yeah. sober yeah. to me. Yeah, I am. How long I have am. you been sober? I just feel drunk all the time now, so <laughs> yeah. it's cool. I really do. I yeah. really do, yeah. How, how so? I don't know. I don't know. It just kind of happened. It's kind of loopy? Yeah, I just, I just am sort of... I just... Most of the time. That's, yeah. It's not to say that, you know, before coffee in the morning, I'm not miserable or right. something. But, like, yeah, I do. I just kind of feel high all the time. Yeah. And I don't do the medications or the, the the yoga or any of that. Just something. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. All I know is is uh, you know I, I have a, a a much better life this way. Do you, you do know, the twelve so. step stuff though and all that, or you know those kind of meetings, the AA meetings and all that shit? Or I, you kind of. I am involved with a, a, a an, it's it's a spiritual program of action is how it's referred okay. to. I do I do. Uh, belong so to something like that some people some support system around you of people that that are also yeah 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 totally totally that seems important to me it seems to have it is i mean you know i don't and and most guys who have sort of been around the block with it will tell you the cushy rehab deal is really not what it's about yeah it really isn't what it's about at all um it's about just that day-to-day living and just no, fuck all that. No. No, it's not. No. Not to me. Not to okay, me. Okay, okay. Not to me. What's it about? I, I, I think it's about... I think it's about... 
an awakening. I, I really do. I know that's I know that's really cliche, probably, but I, I think I don't it's, think so. Yeah, I, I really think it's about an awakening, and the sky is the limit. I, I certainly am no one to place a definition or a, or a, um, a line on it. You know, I think, um, and I, I think that can be true for anyone, regardless of you know an addiction, illness, or or tendency. I think that can be true for a lot of people. You know, there's. There, there are things we do if we're not, if we're not on drugs, we're drinking, we're not drinking, we're eating, we're not eating, we're fucking, we're not fucking, we're shopping. Of course. You know? Yeah. And it's amazing if you eliminate one of those things, whatever it is that really gets you, you know, and you clear that away. And I think something definitely happens to you. That's all I can really say, you know? So you feel like because you quit using, abusing substances, that's been able to let you live awaken and see and see a, yeah a absolutely yeah. absolutely okay. i don't think that that's i don't think that's the only thing but i think that's probably the first thing yeah you know um because otherwise you you know just just you just you know biochemically you're in a fog yeah you know i mean and what do you feel awakened to just uh, life you know like just being alive just more clear and more just like yeah, yeah. Like like positivity versus negativity, that kind of thing. Oh God, I hate to I hate to even advocate that shit. You know. Well, I mean, but, but that's, it is, that is it is it man. is it really. Is, I know, I know. That's how that's how like skeptical and jaded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I did. It is. It is. It is positive. Positive versus negative. In yeah. A way, you know. I mean, it's like. It's what? Just, you can see life in any different way you want to you can you can really it's just a matter of swapping the lenses out on the glasses you know i really i really think that it's not you know i remember watching this i I think this is kind of on the page i hope i remember watching this documentary when i was in high school and it was about the hippies the hippie movement and according to the narrator of said documentary there were really two kinds of hippies there were the kinds of hippies that thought if they went into the streets and they demonstrated with picket signs and and they organized and did sit-ins and they were dragged out by the police and jailed for no reason and all that stuff that they would change the world. Then there were the other hippies that essentially believed that if they just left the planet, they, they could really transform the world by altering their perception right. in, in such a fundamental and overwhelming way right. that it would become uh, like just a, a, a contagion of transcendence, you know? Do you think that's off base? No, I think they're right. You think they're yeah, right? Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't do the. I'm just not. I'm not. I, I don't buy it. You know, yeah. like I just don't buy the whole, the whole occupy fill in the blank deal. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't. Do you think just just do your thing, just be be your your best, be you you can be kind of and and yeah, it, the I world, do. The world should follow. Is that by, yeah by, by by contagion? I do. Yeah. Is that is that stupid? No, I don't know. I I I live that way as much as possible. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't. It's not like I live like the greatest life. No. I, I can, but I try. You do your best. And I don't do other stuff. Like, yeah. Like uh, you know, I'm not taking journeys to starving places necessarily. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, this isn't you know get him to the Greek or whatever that right. Russell Brand deal. You know, like yeah. That. So you know, that I I re- that's that's that really makes me sleep better at night. You know. I mean, because I spent such a good chunk of my life on the opposite side of that desk, you know, being just a royal asshole. Yeah. And in, in wherever possible, and and then I realized that that isn't that isn't defiance, that isn't rebellion or revolutionary at all. That's just being a dickhead 
you know, and it's like, if you really want to change some stuff, you know, put it out there and whatever you put out, you get back. I really believe that, you know, and if, if not, that's, that's reason enough for me to want to like keep rolling, you know, you know, so I think where that's concerned, it's really up to everybody what, what they, what they feel their occupy movement is, you know, it's like you do occupy Yoni. Yeah. That's Um, all I can, I feel like I can really do because I, I I, I have trouble getting behind a hundred percent anything. Like I have trouble joining things. I do as well. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I just, I, 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 if it's not the, my very perfect, distinct belief system that only I can never really yeah. feel, and I don't even know what that is, <laughs> yeah. then I can't, how can I sign up for yeah, it? Yeah, right. You know it I mean? isn't, no, you, yeah. I mean, when you're, you're perusing the, the fine print and it's right. one word. Right, exactly, Pretty, one word. Do you have the problem with grammar when you're reading something, if like a document or, you know, and, and if, it's, if it's out of whack? If there's a comma or a misspelling or a misuse of it's like, and no, it's. no, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I peace out so yeah, fast yeah. on that. I just, it loses me. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's very, it's very important to proofread. Grammar is very, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Or if a girl, if a girl starts writing T-O instead oh, of T-O-O boy. or whatever. I'm the just twos like, are it's hard. Over. It's yeah. over. It's over. It is. There, there, and there. Yeah, it's, it's over. It's painful. Sorry. Absolutely. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I know you're only 17, but you'll you'll learn. Yeah, right. Soon. Give it a couple of years, and, yeah. and everything will come together with the apostrophes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but you had some you had some tough times. You had some. I mean, shit right. got shit got rough, right? Shit got I mean, hairy, yeah. And I've only heard little like I'm sure you yeah, things yeah, yeah, from yeah, you know like yeah. your other friends of our mutual friends concerned for you, yes, things like right. that. Um, you know, and I don't know if you want to talk about that stuff, but I'm curious how bad it got. Well, I mean... You're, what what flame are, is this Phoenix rising from in Phoenix? Whoa, whoa. Uh, I mean, you know... All right, let's take it back. You remember Allie? We'll go back yes, there. Yes, we'll start sure, there. Sure. We'll start there. We'll start there. Um hopefully she won't it doesn't matter whatever so things were really cool like all right 2005 to 2009 well let's go actually we might as well go back to 98 you are boy or 99 2000 2001 okay so your your dad passes away you start doing music yeah and then we we met in what oh one yeah I think in, in, in back on your home turf there in, in Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah, yeah you guys came to Scribble Jam yeah and uh, you had this tape that we was handed out around. right we had a tape we wanted to be like you guys and, and we you know we gave you guys the tape we you, had been only doing it you for guys a couple fell years, for it years. So, you know, we loved it we right, loved the right. tape amazing crazy but awesome yeah and uh, you guys it, it was a, it was a yeah it was like a weird you had such a unique style yeah and it was it seemed to fit right into the yeah. What, what 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 we were all doing out in Cali? And, yeah, yeah. And you, oh, I wasn't even in Cali yet. I don't think. Right. Shortly there. No, no, I was. Two thousand one. Anyway. We right. We we moved out December two thousand one, and then we helped. You got we. I remember unloading a truck with you. Okay. I moved in two, February two thousand one. You must have moved December two thousand. December two thousand. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's anyway, right. so we yeah yeah because I, I remember that. Uh, yeah. A fair amount. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, the house was crazy. 
Yeah. That was a, it was a museum of, it was Mr. Megorium's yeah. Dadaist and It was ridiculous. It was nuts. It was ridiculous. It was awesome. Um, so then you're out there and we all had our thing. I feel like in around 2004, 2005 was when everything kind of started to like... Oh yeah, crumble apart. It did, and it maybe did. for your personal life too. But but I feel like we everything was very strong before that. Like we, yeah, because there was there was no uh, everything seemed possible. It did, right? Well said. I couldn't have said it we, better. We, yeah, we, we, we seen it seemed like okay, this is gonna go. Like at I can't some believe point, you feel that way. That's amazing. Well, that, yeah, we all so felt like revealing. okay, something's gonna break. Yeah, you know, some, like we're all just gonna hustle hard, and we're, we're all kind of have our. And it seemed there, as much as I don't like to join stuff, and I don't, right. there still felt like a camaraderie there. And I always felt on the outside of Anacon anyway. And I, you probably did. You too. did? Sure, I did. Shut up. Of course I did. That's crazy. Of course I did. And I, somehow I started becoming like the best seller, you know, eventually. Right? Yeah. But not at that point. You know, like early on, you know, I, because I. Tim wasn't feeling my shit early on. I was like Adam's boy, and that's how I right. came in. You know, so I like, yeah, and I was Tim's boy, right? So right. that was I had the I had that like reject complex. Well, I mean, I, I I really was sort of on the outside too, you know. But but it was I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, for you sure. Did, you you didn't end up being an owner, and I don't remember how that went. But right, yeah, I think I was just not around for for that. Or yeah, whatever, so. but there there was like, yeah, you you. But I was reason, an employee. I was an employee, employee, and I'm proud to say I was. But some, for some reason, rest of form was sort of. You weren't exactly. You were grandfathered in, but you weren't exactly Grand, in, in the in the owner's circle. For they didn't. Some reason. They didn't crack the books and get us straightened out. You know, we right, were never right. made guys. We were never <laughs> right, made right. guys. You know? Right. Um, but yeah, even though I, I was, because I was there since the beginning, I still felt like an outsider. But yeah, something around 2005. Don't you think? There was some sort of disillusionment that happened where it was like, okay, this isn't really happening. Like, I think in general, people lost interest in, in quote-unquote underground hip-hop. That's true. My style changed into something else at that point. Yeah. And I was able to, to parlay that into an indie career. Yes. You know. Um, well worth doing. Yeah. I'm sure everyone would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was a natural move. It wasn't yeah. like I was going with the trends of the times, but it seemed apropos for what happened. Yeah, you do. You're doing what you feel. What happened you're with you? With you, you at that time? Um, I right. Well, around 2004, everything did get. Whatever was going on with music stuff um, was was certainly not too, you know, disproportionate to what was going on with my personal life. You know, stuff was getting crazy with, with you know, with with booze and, and drugs and, and what have you. So when, when did that when did that start to pick up in that, a big way? That really, I think that really came to a head like oh three oh four in Cali. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I remember going over there to where you were living at with Tim. Yeah. You know, in that house, and it, I, I feel like I was like, oh, Dave's not this doing is so tr- right. Dave's this not is, doing yeah, so great no, it was, right now. Yeah. Absolutely. It was pretty. It was. It was ugly. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was pretty pathetic. I mean, there's no. There's no getting around it. You know. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't. I, I, I was a pretty broken toy, you know, at that point. And uh, I remember doing shrooms there with you guys one time. Holy mackerel! And uh, George always had the shrooms. I had to leave at some point. I was yeah. Like, okay. I was this just getting vibe. It was just too many weird vibes in the yeah. room, and just yeah. like yeah, too many intense people, dudes. Like for sure. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a wonder that place didn't explode. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. It really is. 
Um, so, you know, um, right around 04, 05, I, well, yeah, it was uh, just the beginning of 2005. Allie was like, you got to do something about this. Can or, I leave her name in here? That's all right. I think so. She doesn't care. Uh, I don't know. I guess it'd be all right, you know. She was there. Yeah. Definitely there. Um, and, you know, there. I was just, you know, I was, an inc- I was incredibly childish and juvenile and and ill you know but you had this very sweet girlfriend yes yes amazing and she said okay something's gotta happen right so do something so i did i did and um i got locked up with this really awesome organization that helps a lot of people called music cares that i think clapton started back in the 80s or something i've gotten some help from music cares for medical stuff no shit yeah wow yeah they're pretty awesome yeah they are they're very awesome definitely more than once yeah more than once and uh you know so so they 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 sent me to the to the to the rehab deal and i I remember talking and being like so what what are they going to do are they going to chain me up you know i didn't know i had no idea i thought i i had no idea i thought rehab was something re, you know rich people what did were you, were you on massive drugs or just drinking no it was just drinking and cocaine okay you know and and the the two work very well you know most people who talk to will tell you those things are you know they go hand in hand um but you know uh yeah we got a wind we got a wind situation okay but yeah i went and i, I did something about it and that that uh that turned into into you know four really good years and then doing some some good music and I had so a great you maintained sobriety for, for four yeah, years like yeah. what oh, oh, four, four, four and a half oh, yeah oh, oh, five four, to oh, nine. Oh, five to oh, nine. yeah yeah okay and then you know stuff went crazy with the relationship were you, were you with Allie at that time yeah okay yep. okay so you were with her for like a long time seven about seven years wow. I think wow yeah. yeah we hung in there for sure troopers and you know, then stuff went crazy around '09, and I, I split what, for some what reason. What went crazy? Just the relationship? Yeah, the the relationship, and and I was frustrated with music. I was frustrated with the day job. I was frustrated with, you know, not having enough. What was your day bullshit. job at the time? I was waiting tables with, with your oh, brother. Oh, right, right, of course, yeah, of course. And then, and then, of course, they shut its doors because the guy who started that company is, you know. Really, really shady, shady dealings. Can I say that on here? I, I would imagine. I won't say his name. Okay. You know, but yeah. And he just, he didn't have a certain type of insurance that you're required as a business owner to have I on see. behalf of your employees. I see. And so uh, a guy had an accident at work and just came at him, you know, with, with a suit and, and, and he was, he, he, he pieced out it. on the yeah. business. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, yeah. So I, I split and, um, I, you know, that was actually when I got introduced to uh, the whole Brothers Backward thing that I did for a while. And um, what was that? You, I, I, I'm out of the loop, man. Right? No. Yeah. yeah it was. Um, it was. It was. Uh, you know, I for for like public relations purposes, I refer to it as a, a spoof MySpace boy band. But like, we were actually pretty sincere. You know, it was me and and this cat Mike, who's an amazing talent, and 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 we. Uh, we made a really cool record. It just wasn't. It certainly was was nothing from my like you know neck of the woods exactly. Yeah. It was a little uncharacteristic and right. and and also for him in in the opposite way you know. Um, and by the end of it, nobody really knew what to guy. do with it. Yeah, and then yeah, I mean more than that, more than that, definitely. I mean very very capable creative guy. Um, and we did our thing and then we had some serious issues there was another young woman involved and that 
made was things there a love messy. triangle? There wasn't exactly a love triangle, no. No. Uh, it was more, um, I was fucking up and, um, uh, this was was this down here? Yeah, it was. It was. And what what initially brought you down here to Phoenix to do the to do the, the to brothers do that backwards brothers backwards? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, definitely. So he contacted like, you off of hearing passage, rest of form stuff. Well, yeah, we we had kind of like traded. We'd done stuff for a while, you know, okay, like okay. probably back as far as maybe two thousand four, I think. Okay, and um, and you know. They had started a they had started a label and they'd gotten some traction and or uh, whatever that means. Uh, they hooked up with some big major thing and the independent label group of that particular arm was gonna you know they were gonna buy this label up as they do and you know kind of appropriate it for their own purposes or what have you and uh, the guy who was sort of managing the deal was like, listen, you know. That you know that band that did the theme song for Snakes on a Plane? They're called The Sounds. Well, they apparently they're on tour with Gwen Stefani, and they heard you guys mixtape, and they really want to you know do your thing. And of course, you know at that point I'm sleeping on Charlie's floor after breaking up with my girlfriend of seven years, and I'm thinking, wow, okay, cool, what the fuck, why not? You know, right. so I was like, all right, you know, I booked a flight and and you know came down here, and then some other things happened and and uh yeah but we did our deal and and we did the best we could i just you know i there was a combination of uh conflict in the personal relationships uh my own stuff you know and um also i think there was an element of we don't know what to do with this kind of deal because by the end those guys you know the the label that was sort of in charge was asking me do you think anacon would want to put this out they they didn't know what to do with it Mm, i get the feeling maybe they didn't you know and and that's okay you know but i was like and i sent it to sean and sean said it very beautifully his response was anacon can't put this out and i think you know why yeah and i said yes i do you know and now (laughs) i peace out on it you know and and he's totally right he's totally right and you know, and not even blowing sunshine. I just, I, I yeah. will point out, I really, I really understand now why that dude is stuck to his guns yeah. so much in, in that thing, yeah. you know, cause that's why, that's why now, you know, baths is happening and, and you've had so much success and why Serengeti is going and why young father's on fucking yeah. NPR, yeah. you know, and if he hadn't, if he hadn't stuck to his guns, maybe that wouldn't be the case, right. you know? Right. So anyhow, you know, the whole thing was like, you know, it was just like so many probably like shit stories in the music world, you know, it kind of fell apart and I split, went and, you know, lived with a girl for a while. We tried to kind of carry it on remotely. But and you weren't using yet. No, not well. I mean, no, I was, I was, I was what they call chipping. I was, okay. I was chipping. So, what do you mean what a beer here and there? Like, what, no, yeah, I was, I was, I was snorting a little bit here. What, no, I, I was, know. I was abusing some some anxiolytic medications and and that kind of heroin. No, well, I mean, there, there was an there were some experiments there. There were some. I was never full full on junkie guy. I, mean, I, I know, I know, here, I know. You say I know. whatever you want to say. Yeah, so. no, I, I methadone. Well, that came later. Okay. That came later. Because that was sort of a legal way of, of doing, you know, yeah. whatever. And it wasn't... You could sort of function too, still. Okay. But that was that was later. Yeah, so anyway. I can't... Man, you're getting the whole scoop right now. You don't have to... I mean, no, say it's whatever fine. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm curious. I, I, 
I, I haven't. Fuck actually, it, why not? I haven't know? gotten to sit and sit down and talk to you yeah. in like forever. So. Yeah, it's true. It's true. What the hell? No, you know. Um, but don't. But you know, only say what you're comfortable. Right, with. right, right, Obviously, right. There's, there's another. Not just me that's hearing this. I, I try to shoot for like you know seventy eight percent truth, you know, and that. Yeah. And so that's without good. you that's know, a good, that's a very good number. That's not too bad. It's a great number. That's not too bad. So yeah, so you were chipping. I was. I was chipping. I was chipping. Right. Generally yeah. with them. Right. Yeah. And 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 uh, you know, so that of course contributed which, directly which is, to the. Which is how you started. Yeah. Yeah. Got. Got. You know. It. It, it develops. It escalated quickly. Yeah, it's, it's the yeah. same with like porn for me. Like I'll, I'll sure I'll I'll start by like just like looking at girls on Facebook. Like oh she's cute. Uh-huh. You know, so next thing you know you're like looking at hardcore. Right, you're you're pulling the Don John like John Joseph Gordon Levitt thing or whatever. I don't know what that is, but that he, movie he did. He did he, it was good. It was, it was. He's a porn addict. It was a good right, movie. Right. It was really. It was. But it's you know. It's, it's, yeah. I, so I understand. It blew. It, it's, right. It start. You're like, oh, I can handle just like. It snowballs. Yeah. Looking yeah. at this, and then it snowballs. So what? So how did that go? Uh, well, it went from. It went from uh, here to a, a, an area in Northern California, and I was. You moved to to California yeah, with well, a girl. Yeah, I was. I was. But I was, not in the Bay. No, no, it was, it was like, I guess, whatever Sonoma County is. or Not North of the Bay? Yeah, North yeah. Bay. North yeah. Bay. I was doing that deal for a while, and well, I was... Who, what girl did you mean you get to move up there? I mean, that's like Pimpsville, no? It, well, I mean, you know, I, I fell in love. I, I fell in love with a girl that, you know... I don't know how you do. You charm her. I don't... No, man, she charmed me. Okay, you know, okay. She, oh, dude, she had me, like... You know how they get you sometimes, and you just yeah, know, know that they, yeah, they've got their hooks in your soul. Right. Yeah, I totally like that. She got you. Okay. Yeah, okay. Really, really hard. Yeah. And and you know, so so I was living up there, and and um, I was, my head was fucked. My head was fucked. I wasn't I wasn't on drugs. I wasn't drinking, um, but I was there. I was lost. You know, yeah. I was mourning. I was mourning, kind of like. A relationship that I had had and a life that I had had, mm-hmm. you know, living in Berkeley with yep. the, you know, you remember you had, you had there. a beautiful life. It was beautiful great. Beautiful house up in the Fuck hills. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. You had a nice life. Yeah, it was cool. It was very cool. I couldn't afford it, but yeah. it was still beautiful. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, of course, like, how, you know, the days when there was, there was like a booking agent, like, you know, those mm-hmm. days, you know, and, and I was like in such, you know, it was, it was kind of like pathetic, self piteous kind of stuff, and I think that really prevented me from getting shit rolling. You know, doing the right thing and being, you know, an upstanding citizen. You know, so uh, there there was a lot of a lot of just emotional poison kind of. And thing what are you on. doing day to day up in up in Sonoma? Um, mostly like pretending to look for a job. And, okay, and, and going to like you know, wineries spend, or some shit. No, I mean, I, I, I should have applied to wineries. That's a really thriving and business. Oh nine. No, no, this is we're in ten now. Two, two, two thousand seven. We've okay. made it. Yeah, we're in the double digit twenty first okay. century, and uh, so I was doing that, and we still had beautiful, beautiful times. It was there was there's lots of that that is still like incredible memories. You yeah, know? but. Um, and then from there, uh, then shit really hit the fan. With the, uh, with the young lady? Well, with the girl. And, and then, yeah, I was like, you know, I, I, we were, you know, spending some time in San Francisco. And, and you know, I got into the, the, the partying thing. Yeah. You know, and then. With, without her, just kind of, you would, you would sneak off? Or, you, or with her, was she into that too? 
no, she wasn't, she wasn't like a, she's, she's not like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think we, you know, we kind of did our own thing with it, but I was, you know, I, I, I did she know about you before that? I mean, did yeah, you know, I, yeah. your capacity for, but, right. My, my penchant for, for chemical disaster yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, I guess, I guess she did to some extent, you know, and, uh, you know, when 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 I drank, when she, you know, it was all bets were off. You know, it was, it was just a bad scene, and and there was a lot of a lot of ugliness. Did you man. get to straight evil? Not necessarily straight evil. Not necessarily. Sometimes it's just really sad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and then there's then there's there there are times I suppose where the mean streak yeah. happens. You know and. And 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 I say and do things that I wish I could take back. Of course, you know? but then you realize you really can't. So uh, all you can do is try and make it right. You yeah. Because there's a, you know there's a, a million uh, I'm sorry's or whatever, but that's just it's kind of a waste of everybody's time. It's just sure. like, just like do right, just make right, it right. Right. You just know? try to start. You yeah. Know, doing as good as you can. Exactly. So that happened, and then and then I, I you know I, I did what a lot of a lot of folks do I guess in in the music business because usually when you when I used to say when I say I'm an independent musician that means I wait tables for a living right you know but I ran home <clears throat> I ran home to the east coast and I you know so you bro- I, things broke blew up at the yeah garage. yeah it was too it was too fucked I couldn't yeah. you know I couldn't I couldn't uh, I wasn't bringing my A game yeah whatsoever you know so you, but, went to, you went to New Hampshire yeah I went home and I you know got shit kind of straightened out and, and, and I was working working a great a really demanding job and and doing that whole thing, I stuck it out there for 14 months, and then uh, after a while, I, you know, um, I moved back to Oakland in November of 2011, and I, I came back with with the best intentions. Uh, I was uh, I, I was on a, a medication that was, was methadone, but yeah. you know, which is whatever, and uh, wish I, you know. Wish I had him, but that was what was happening. So that was an attempt to get clean, or that was it, that was that. It's, 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 own, it's sort its of a, it's it's, to, its own kind of maintenance thing. Yeah. It's really it's a very slippery slope. Yeah. That. For some people, I think that's only that's the only option. Yeah. Or at least they do, and you know, I kind of just I felt good. I was I was really skinny, and I was in shape. And working out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was super. At least I felt healthy. A doctor probably would have told me different. Right. You know. Um, Does methadone fuck with your insides? I know heroin's not bad for you in terms of your. It, well, I. Ins- other than the fucking fact. Right. That it's I think different from what I. Demon on your back. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. It makes you very unpopular, yeah. certainly, uh, at parties and things. But like the methadone tip, I guess some people have different reactions to it. Some people um, develop, uh, you know. Sugar problems, diabetes stuff. Okay. Um, that wasn't the case for me. I just could. I just felt very okay yeah. a lot, you know. And then that that flew out of control. I was living with a, a really great guy, and and he, um, you know, he he was a fan, and you know, I had a, a really nice like launch pad situation to kind of get things going, and and then within a matter of a little while, I was. I was, dude. I was at, 
I was in a psych ward. Like, it, I just, I flew off, you know. In, I just, in, in 11? Yeah, yeah. I got, you know, I started drinking and, and hit that really hard and fast. And I was like, I didn't know how to, like, reach out. Because at that point, you're so tired and embarrassed of being like, please help, I'm fucked again, you know. And, right. And, and it's just... So I, you know, I threatened suicide, and and the, they come to, and take who, you, and they who put is it, who is a per- uh, whatever a, a phone call, you okay, know, okay. Or, or whatever, and they come and take you, and they, you know, they, they put you away on a fifty one fifty, and you just hang out in the side. Which is what you wanted. Essentially, I mean, not, not not in my in my like totally, you know. Somebody come and straighten me out. Kind basically, of thing, yeah, yeah. Basically, that was the deal. Yeah. That was that was exactly what I was asking for, and they did. And so I went, I did that, and hung out for about a week, and got discharged. I went back, and I was like, "Oh, thank God, that's over." And I just, you know, um, I was just cool for a minute, and then shit got really, really weird. Uh, and the the fellow who I was living with decided it probably wasn't cool for me to be there anymore, and so I went and stayed with this uh, really awesome person who, thank God, I'm still friends with. Just, has sort so of you did. So you did. The psych ward didn't sort things out necessarily. It just was like a little respite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A respite. And um, so I went. And I was. I was living with with a friend who was kind enough to put me up until I, you know, hopefully, allegedly, was going to get stuff together. And um, I I did that for a little while, and then I really started fucking up. You know, I just I really started fucking up, and I wound up. This is where it goes a little south is um, they, my roommate at the time and uh, my former roommate had, uh, they had a friend over this rapper, one of those like tweeter rappers, like a a riffraff, but not a riffraff, you know, not quite that big. And they were drinking this, they were, they had heard about lean and they were trying to make it on their own. And the best that they could come up with was a, a like just some kind of, I don't know if it was grain alcohol and a shitload of MDMA or what it was. I wound up, she's like, yeah, you can have the rest. So I, I drank that. And on top of what other was in my system, I was not there anymore. And I wound up in a fight that, and this is all kind of third party reporting. You don't remember this at all? No, I don't. I don't. Um, I was told what happened was this guy that I knew was sort of in an altercation that looked to be like a fight, but it was like they were play fighting or something. They were horsing I around. See. You didn't know. I no. I was not in any position to discern reality yeah. from fantasy. You know, so I, I jumped in there. I was going to like be cool and fight or whatever, but that didn't happen at all. And I, yeah, I just got slugged really good and, and put out on the on the on the ground, and um, damn, at age like thirty something, thirty two, thirty yeah, thirty two or whatever. Yeah, and and yeah, I got clobbered, man. I had like a just a triple skull fracture with really a, yeah the, one hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was the fall that did it. You know I, oh what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. So so. Um, you know, and I, it's there's like so many opportunities to like embellish that and make it sound, but it's not. It was just what it was. You know, yeah. I got clocked and put out, and um, uh, my my brain bled is what happened. Shit. So I guess what happens with that is you're you, you know ultimately you're not really supposed to necessarily survive that. You know what I mean? Um, but I was cool. 
I was totally amnesic for a week and a half or two. And then when I got out, I wasn't quite You didn't quite remember right. anything? No, very, very little. Very, very little. From what Allie told me, the neurologist she was, said, Allie was kind of taking care of you? She was the only one who came to... Yeah, she came to the hospital Damn. when I was there. I was in the ICU for, I don't know, a couple of weeks or whatever at Highland. Okay. And, you know, she told me later that the neurologist said, had I not... Had I not seen this guy before I looked at the, the CT scan, I would think he was dead or permanently brain damaged, you know? Yeah, so, you know, I don't know what that... Well, for Not for nothing, I guess, you know, I lucked out, I suppose. I didn't really think that at the time. I was like, are you kidding me? Really? You're going to keep me around? At, you, know? you You wish you were, de- were dead? I, I think so. Yeah. I think I did. I think I did. Um, so, you know... <laughs> After that, that was when, you know, the, like, the, the, the whole little spree of homelessness and, and just like, you know, helplessness came, came about, you know, because in, 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 in Oakland? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, my mom came out because, you know, Allie had told her, like, yeah, this, he's kind of fucked up right now, so you should, you might want to do whatever you say. I don't know, you know, come see what you can do or say your goodbyes or whatever it is that is going to happen here. You just might want to be around for it. Uh, so she came up by that time I had checked myself out of the ICU and, uh, I'd kind of just like disappeared and nobody really knew where I was for a while. And then I, I kind of wandered back and, and was kind of coming together, but not, you know, and it took a while. It took a while to really put the pieces together, you know? Um, and you were, you checked yourself out of the ICU and you're just, what, stumbling around East Oakland? I took a cab. Okay. I just got in a cab and went over to uh, this medical provider, shall we say. And uh, that's kind of where I thought I was going to get some kind of relief, I guess. I don't know. Um, and th- that totally didn't work. I told, you know, it was, just, it was just bad on top of bad, you know. Yeah. And um, I found my way back home and or to where I was staying and and then my mom came out and I was I was in a lot of pain I was in a lot of pain I actually physical really pain. yeah I really yeah. was I mean all sorts but yeah physically I mean it, it, it definitely it's it's a headache kind of deal and um is that does it have lasting effects just a last a loss of my sense of smell oh beyond wow. that everything's good everything's totally totally solid good memory stuff good shit um, but apparently, and I learned this from TED Talks, where I learned a lot of my information later, uh, apparently it's not uncommon. In about one in three traumatic brain injury sufferers, uh, the whole suicidal ideation, uh, suicidal tendencies, and massive depression, really major depression, um, is, is pretty common. So that... that it was nice. It's always nice to hear somebody explain that, you know. And, right. You know, but you were depressive before that. Too. I was for sure. I was for sure. It was just. It was kind of the 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 straw that it broke my it. back. Yeah. 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 So you know, um, that that certainly took a little while, and there was there was more more kind of uh, you know self destruction before it was you know. It got darker before it got brighter. I'm still know? waiting for it to get bright. I thought it would get bright when you went right. to the ICU. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he's gonna, he cleans up now. Yeah. No. 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 It's 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 a, it's a, it's a never ending shit tale. No. Then there was there there was the homeward bound journey. There was the the Odyssey, the Greyhound Odyssey. There was a five with, you, with your mom. No. No. By myself. She flew back. Okay. Yeah. She flew back, and, and you know she did what she could. She God love her heart. You know she did what she could, and I had to. I had I was just gonna have to figure it out you know yeah. i was left with two alternatives you know 
not choices. They were alternatives. It was either, you know, why don't you go ahead, go on to the bitter end or, you know, fucking do something about this. And I really didn't know what to do at that point. I mean, there was a part of me that did, but I wasn't willing to do it. And so, you know, I, I there was, there's a, a deal. They have it in L.A. They have it in San Francisco. If you're indigent in San Francisco, which is basically the last thing San Francisco needs is another homeless person. Right. Uh, if you have a place to go and someone there who will vouch for you, they'll pay your ticket and give you a little bit of sandwich money or whatever. So they put you on a bus and to wherever you want to go that you, you have a place to stay. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, Greyhound shipped me home to um, Boston, but it was it was uh, still early spring of uh, 2012, and so you know th- there's a lot of lot of weather interferences with driving across the country, as you know. Yeah. So that was a five or six day journey and. and, and that was a, that's a whole story unto itself, um, but I wound up back in Boston, and one of my 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 cousins on my dad's side, the the really, you know, yeah, David, they just discovered a startling new statistic that a hundred percent of fucking smokers die too. You know, one of those yeah. guys. You yeah. know, he's just a total badass. Yeah, um, and he's he's a sober guy too. He's thirty five years. He's batshit crazy. One of the angriest bastards you ever want to meet. But he's very very like brave helpful good guy and he took me and he said this was this was really kind of this is kind of an irony sort of point and i'm sorry but this isn't this isn't the end either there's there's more i don't want to bomb you we do have to wrap it up we should we should i gotta go just because i gotta go to the fucking let's get to the good part but but i I, i'm i mean you're waiting i'm riveted (laughs) i am oh god i'm not i it's so it's it really man it's actually really boring shit. Well, here's what happened. Yeah. He's like, all right, David, we're going to get you in a de- into a detox. I don't know yeah. how we're going to do this because you don't have any medical insurance. But uh, here's what we'll do. We'll take you into Saney's as a suicide. Right? I said, okay. I said yeah, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm totally capable. I've been doing yeah. that for months. Right, you know? right, right. That's great. Let's do that. And it was weird because St. Elizabeth's... And, you, and you, were, you were down. You were like, okay, I'm going to... Yeah, detox. fine. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, and... and St. Elizabeth's is the hospital I was born in. Okay. I was born in in, in, wow. in Brighton, Mass. That's yeah. interesting. It was. It was a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. It was just totally a slap in the face. You know, and I said, okay, well, that's a, that's a fascinating strategy. Let's put this into play. Yeah. So, yeah, he brought me in. He said, here's the story. You, you took a gun out of your uncle's safe and then your cousin wrestled it away from you. And, and, and cousin now being you, him? Right. Yeah. 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 He put hero. Put right, himself right, in the hero right. role. This fucking cool. <laughs> straight up. Straight up move. And, um, yeah, so I did that and then that, that didn't work. I totally split on that too. I just ran. I just kept running. I just kept running. And oh, running so you and didn't end up going in? No, I did. Okay. I did. I did. And then at the end of it, I just totally, I, I, I you know, I broke character. I, you know, I was like, listen, there's no gun. I just want to leave, you yeah. know. Uh, there's no suicide, no real suicide thing happening. You told just them want that to and you dipped. Yeah, basically. And, um, you know, people get really tired of it when you do that, yeah. you know. So so I, uh, I wound up kind of just fending for myself, you know, again. So it was a weird, it was a very weird time. And then, you know, something changed. Something changed. Uh, I'll just skip the months between. Uh, something so you just continued to just live that rough life at that point? Well, on and off. On and off. I wasn't... You would struggle and try. Yeah, whatever yeah. Whatever you could do yourself. Right, yeah. right. I mean, and, you know, I've never been the, the, the kind of guy that could last for... There are some people who last drunk and homeless or on drugs or whatever it is that their situation is 
for a, an extended period of time. I, I couldn't. I wasn't tough enough or whatever. You, know? you would have I mean, to try to get off it. Yeah, yeah. I'd really, you know, try to um, straighten stuff out. So, uh, yeah. And then around summer of uh, last summer, um, after, like, really, you know, getting into the, the, the program of action that I'm involved with, this spiritual kind of, not religious at all, not Where'd like a God deal... Uh, in New Hampshire. Okay. In New Hampshire, yeah. And I just got really, really wrapped up into that deal. And I did, I started, you know, I, I did things that these people said would be a good idea. And I, I did them. And, uh, and and something really, something really changed. You kind of like g- really gave changed. up on some pride and some like. Yeah, whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and during that period of time, there were, there were, there were fuck ups too. You know, I had a few, few tumbles and spills, but, um. You know, for the most part, there was a, a fundamental change. I think in personality. You know, something something altered, or at least seem real positive to me now. Yeah, you know, I, anybody can put that on, but it doesn't seem yeah. like put on. To yeah, me. no, I, I'm 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 pretty genuine. pretty fucking sincere. Yeah, yeah, because I I think what happened too, man, is that I, you know, and this this can go either way. I I stopped giving a fuck. I stopped giving a fuck about all the bullshit. That, you know all of that stuff that outsider Insec- looking in stuff. that insecurity stuff like and I don't know what enabled me to do that but it, it happened it happened and Maybe I just really age and you know yeah that's what my mom says it's yeah. all the part of getting older you just you start to understand and accept yourself a lot more and I'm yeah. like you know I defer to her because she yeah. knows a hell she of a lot she might be more. right she might be and man I shit I hope it I hope you know I hope it's the real deal but because my life is fucking amazing it's it's awesome good it's awesome yeah I mean we you know we have we have our sets our sights set on some some pretty pretty high shit um I'll just in closing is a a message of excitement you know we uh this whole rough grouse thing is actually backed by a a very very interesting cat who prefers to sort of remain in the shadows but he is a a, a, he's a French expatriate um who um is big into the Bitcoin world, and um, oh wow, yeah. So we have an advocate. We have a f- we have friends in really strange places with this, and so I don't know where the fuck this came from. I really don't. I don't know, but um, I, I've never I've never met met with anybody in that kind of you know how you have those brainstorming sessions or those idea moments i'm sure like you and adam or you and dave had times like that where you yeah you rap and you're like yeah that's it let's do that you know yeah. and this guy uh has been that you know it's just a sort of like yeah that I, I really like that idea let's try that let's try that why not you know i wish the best for it i i, I think that uh, yeah what the hell yeah you know i mean record but label, even label. even if it doesn't go as, as swimmingly as as you want it right, to yeah you have to be okay with that. Yes, like, that's of course. The thing. That's of something course. that I've learned in yeah. life. Is like, yeah, ninety percent of the things that I do, yeah. don't, don't really, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, they 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 come and go, and and people don't really catch on or pay attention sure. as much sure. as you want them to. But, sure, but uh, you know, it's really just about the process of doing stuff. Yeah, and this, you know, I I have a I have a certain degree of of faith in it because. Um, it's it's quote unquote like success isn't contingent on on how many people want to buy the records or the 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 MP3s from the Bandcamp. It really isn't about that. 
it's it's kind of I I, I want to say and it's lofty it's lofty ideas but it's more of it's more of an organization than it is you know I mean it's and I know that's that's really idealistic but I you just mean that it's people working together to yeah do, well, absolutely that's, well, that's what it's all about that's what I'm saying is that, like, yeah and then right. that's that's to me what was great about Anacon or yeah too is like it's that yeah it's 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 everybody having this common thing that they're yeah. that they're pushing towards and even if. It isn't exactly it what isn't you planned. Like, even if you don't become a billionaire off of it, it still is a beautiful thing. Right. If, if you're putting the, the work in and and, yeah. and and you know feeding off of energy with each other, you know. Right. Yeah. If you thrive with it, mm-hmm. then it thrives. You know. Exactly. And there's no there's no necessary correspondence between like the thing that you dream of and that actual specific you know outcome. You right. know, it's like it's it's the it's the conversation that you have. The with dream that, in and that, of itself is there. Is, you go. Is awesome too. That, right. The dream in yeah. and of itself is awesome. Too. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's probably that's a good place. That's a good place that's to close good, up. Yeah. We got We got to head over to the venue. Right on. Um, I've been sitting here in the courtyard of uh, by the pool, close to the pool uh, of, of this Holiday Inn in Phoenix, with Dave Bryant, Passage, right. old friend. Right. Yeah. Been a while, yeah. and. Um, we're going to sign off. Say bye to the people. Sayonara, Wandering Wolf listeners. Thank you for doing this, Yoni. It's been a pleasure. Yas. Fuck all. Fuck all. I'm going to head down to Santa Monica and uh, see if I can't take a dip in the Pacific. Doesn't that sound nice? Sounds nice to me. I'm gonna make sure to put on sunscreen, even though I'm already golden brown, I don't wanna take that risk uh, of, of uh, blistering in this incredibly intense sun. I feel like my, my pace, my gait, is a tad slower right now, but that's, I think this, the closer you get to the equator, the more you want to have a mellow clip. And up in Cincinnati, where it's kind of breezy, brisk, I keep it moving tightly, fastly. Okay, the Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. At Yoni Wolf on Twitter, uh, Yoni Wolf on Facebook. I think it might be Facebook slash Yoni dot Wolf or something like that. Maybe we don't know. All the facts are not in. You guys have a great week and keep wandering. I know I will. Something like that. Catastrophically rude to wake up.
Thank you. 